0: everybody, this is Richard from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome last Vinci to the show. I've got Alex, I've got Brasco, and I've got Connell. How are you, lads?
1: Oh, yeah. I do that.
0: Thanks for coming on the show. And of course, I've got my beautiful co-host, Evan.
2: Oh, you spill me like.
0: <laughs> so, lads, interesting times for you at the moment. Do you want to tell us where you are, first of all? Alex and Brasco, maybe?
1: Okay, so... Where we are. We are abroad. <laughs> Outside of side You don't
0: look like abroad, Brasco. I think you look more male than female. But anyway, <laughs> keep going.
3: Yeah, we are in a lovely Liverpool.
0: Liverpool. Wow.
1: We're recording the I mean the, the, the drums, guitars and vocals for the our new album in uh, with uh, Tom Peters at the Trapdoor Studios. Class. And uh, yeah, it's going super well. Today we actually ended the tracking of the drums, and we already started to I mean working on the reamp of the bass that Connell recorded a couple of weeks ago at the Narrow Studio that we are happy to have. Thanks God we have a studio in Cork. Yeah. And uh, nothing. We're super excited. It's an exciting time. A very weird moment for being a musician. And uh but it's actually unreal the the fact that we are still able to make it. So it's yeah. it's it's so good.
0: Evan, you were making the point that it's the first time we're actually talking to the to a band that are in the middle of recording an album.
2: Yeah, it's u- usually it's kinda like we're about to go in or we, we were just in, but it's definitely the first time we've talked to someone that's right in the the middle of it. And I know uh, from talking to Alex, just actually even getting to this point, to know that you are actually over there and it is happening has been just every something one after another has come in the way. It's just even the the amount that you had to do even to just get over there to start is actually oh. pretty incredible. Like if I'd say nearly, we should go through a list of all the things <laughs> that kind of came up, but that you had to deal with before even playing the first note you jesus know I
0: mean? okay and I'm, I'm intrigued with this can you fill us in on some of the is it bad luck would you say or i how mean would you describe
1: it's, it? it's, 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 let's say i mean the reason why i was saying that is mainly because you know is um apart from the, all the time that you are we are writing an album and and uh for from different projects it's, it's, a, it's a blessing because you're getting at the point that you, you ended the track list and you worked so much because we started to work to the, uh, uh, about this album something like one month after the ending of the last tour of the EP that we had in 2019. And uh, to get it at the point we, uh, with all the pandemic happening and all these kind of things, I mean, the fact that with, uh, with Conal we couldn't see each other so for so many times. We, we literally saw each other something like 10 times in one year. Mm-hmm. And when we were doing that, I mean, we were working together as much as possible. Then we are lucky mm-hmm. enough that Connell is a real artist. And in the, in the time that he had, he, he worked it out to make the, ba- the, the best, you know, bass parts for the album. And uh, we postponed the album recording for two times. And we were worried that we weren't able to make it on the third time, on the third postpone. So actually getting, when we actually finished the record, the bass lines in in Core the our studio, you know, and we had the last practice with Brasco before c- coming in in the UK, I was like, you know, like, oh God, that's amazing. We 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 are there, we start to play, you know, when they are training before the match. <laughs> so the match is starting, you know? Yes,
0: you're at half time.
1: <laughs> time session.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and and c- that's it. Cornell. what was that like for you being isolated from the lads for so long?
4: Um <laughs> it was it It was interesting, to say the least. Um, it definitely did make writing, contributing in any form much, much more difficult. Mm-hmm. And then as well, when it came to the actual recording, like having the narrow studio and stuff has been terrific during like the space Alley has set up is tremendous, um, but it's not the same as going and working on everything with everybody else and particularly with Tom and um, Tom Peters, the producer and the engineer, you know, that is something that's certainly I'm missing out on <laughs> you kind know, of looking across the sea at the moment <laughs> at the two boys. Um, so it was still great, but uh, yeah, it wasn't easy. Mm. And
0: it was um, basically you've underlying conditions.
4: Yeah. That, so, that I'm could be eight. affected through COVID. Yeah. I'm type one diabetic and um, and as of now, as of, <laughs> as of now, I don't have um, any vaccine jab or anything yet. So okay. it's just personal precaution, I suppose. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Just so. You know, you're right too as well, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I just think, I think it's great. Because um, there there would be a lot of bands that are just like, right, these are all the hurdles. Like, you know, that just really wouldn't be arsed even trying to jump through enough of them. But uh <laughs> Do you know, like it comes down to like it's great that you have the narrow door that you were able to actually record the bass before even going over there, um, because there there would be a lot of bands that it had. You know, like who knows when the next time a band could actually be in the studio? Do you know, especially when you're traveling. Like when you, it's one thing to do it in Ireland, but when you have to travel to the UK now, you're adding a whole extra thing. Because I know Alex, you were telling me that you had to get um, COVID tests um before we're going and you'll have to get another one before coming back between the two of you.
1: Yeah, the thing is actually that I mean going to the UK we discovered actually one week before I mean going to the UK that we don't we didn't need the the covid test but we made it anyway just for safety of Tom anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because we wanted to be in the kind of you know in the right spot also for ourselves to don't just hey Tom how are you yeah. here the boys you know <laughs> actually we wanted to be you know uh, also because the case in, the, in at the moment is in a better place than us and than, than, than Ireland so and we wanted to be you know cautious of that but then we booked it already so we say come on let's try it and yeah. uh, so but then to come back it's mental because we have to do I mean other two COVID tests you know just to. You know enter back in the country and uh, and just to get released from the quarantine before the 14 days so yeah it's it's pretty intense because there's so many things you know related to the kind of moment of the world that we needed to think about that usually you never you know yeah. you never think that the fact that traveling can be so tricky mm-hmm. and also to make music you know and mm-hmm. also for all the you know music community. Has been so much thought. I mean, it's been so bad in the last uh, year and a half to try to keep doing it. Also, for I mean, it, I cannot imagine for all the people that are working in the music environment, but for the small bands, it was technically the, the end. So, I mean, actually, mm. to say, you know what, we can engulf each other. I mean, this is essential, it's not essential. I mean for, for, for God's sake, I mean this is essential. It is yeah. absolutely essential because we, yeah. we we won't live without music.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you launched a funding campaign then as well for the album. How did that come about, or who thought up with that idea?
3: campaign. Yeah.
1: Lovely. We we went out with the campaign because mainly uh, you know that the last year there was this kind of um opportunity the government was given you know the kind of stimulus package that uh mm-hmm. to apply you know to to get the funding to record the album okay mm-hmm. so we applied to that and uh and uh and i mean as you know i mean i'm working also with another band an irish band called by curious it actually uh, there was a kind of tricky thing that i mean uh, they got the funds we didn't get the funds and the main thing that we had the same kind of project, so everything was based related to project, so it was clear that the project wasn't counting really properly so and we say you know after not getting that funds we said what we can do I mean we are stronger i mean than all these kind of opportunities I mean we can try to make it we try to involve the people i mean that are usually supporting us and to try to make this album together. Also because this album is based on community. It's based on work with different artists. So we say, why, I mean, if we artistically, we're doing this, why we cannot do it also economically to try to help to also the people. Let's try, it was a kind of a gamble to try to do it, you know, also particularly in a moment like this one where a lot of people are actually facing, you know, different kinds of issues related to the moment. But we say, why? Why we can try? And at the moment we're at the 70% of the fundraising campaign and we still don't believe it. So we, we actually had the chance to pay most of the stuff for the album. And uh, so in, already getting at this point was, was 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 a dream. So we're super happy about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an album funded by the fans and what you're going to give back for that funding we're all excited about really. Can you tell us anything about how many songs or titles or? <sighs> You, you want to know too many things
2: man
3: you know <laughs> hey I funded I want to see so much around my money <laughs> that
2: was and actually one of the the tiers. is like if you do 50 euro or more they'll do a podcast of your choosing like
0: ah there you go man
1: <laughs> no actually actually Richie got already one time uh, one of the prizes and he can confirm that the dinner is actually good oh. <laughs> absolutely
0: and the entertainment as well
1: <laughs> no, anyway, uh, there are ten tracks on the album. Okay. So and um we actually mean in the last in the last year we, we wrote more than ten. We have plenty of songs and but Yeah, we have another album ready at the
2: moment. Great stuff, Brasco. Perpetual motion, man. That's because yeah. it happens with a lot of bands where <laughs> you know there's such a such a huge buildup to a release, you know, like, it's like, okay, how do we get people to listen to it? And there's a promotion for it. But I've seen a lot of bands that kind of fall into the, you know, once it's out, there's a quick burst of people listening to it. And then it's kind of a null when not really knowing what the, what the next step is, you know? It's a constant uh, problem, Evan, you're spot on. Yeah, Yeah. it it, it happens a lot. Um, And it's even like, it's, it's not even a, you know, it's not like, bands are like, we're doing it up to this point, but it just, the whole process can be so draining. Um, you know, especially like a lot of bands now that have releases, you know, that'll be holding onto it. Like, you know, this, you're talking, some bands are waiting two, three years to get something out where it, it might've just been ready before a pandemic hit, and you know, you're waiting and everything's getting pushed back that it, it can be so draining, but I think it's important to have something to come after it, you know, mm. Like it's almost like making a five year plan rather than a a, a one year plan.
0: Yeah. Oh well the cork scene has um has some fantastic releases there in the last few weeks. Um big shout out to Soothsayer, Faroon
2: and Coramona as well. Absolutely. Yeah, there's been amazing stuff come out. And it's just great to see people taking advantage of like you know, I know the when the Scratch um released their album, they did it. What was it? 5 or 6 months earlier than they thought they were just like fuck it you know couldn't like give a rats was and cons yeah it's like <laughs> couldn't give a rat yeah and they of getting it ended up charting just because they're like it got every single Evan award possible oh it did yeah yeah when we did the when we did the awards i was like what's the point in doing this now and I, was gonna, <laughs> I was like this is the only thing i have listened to in the last couple of months like <laughs>
0: But that you know, would ha- be a great bill, actually. Last and Scratch, wouldn't it? And the Scratch yeah.
2: each cover yeah. a song of each other is like, do you know, I think that'd be great. I'd love, to, I'd, I'd love to see bands doing that.
0: What you reckon, Conor? Do you think you could uh, handle the tour with the Scratch? Try,
4: <laughs> no problem. <promises. laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah,
0: that'd be great, man. If that would happen, wouldn't it? I would think- see anyone tour
2: with anyone at this stage now. Yeah, I would, I mean? Fair enough.
1: I mean, the scratch They scratch are real. I mean, I'm so sorry for that, that they couldn't actually, you know, uh, receive the, you know, the, the feedback from the audience because their album, they're crazy. They're super good. And they're probably a metal band playing acoustic. So it's, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I mean, it would be, I, I can tell you this, it is pretty funny. I actually, I try to get in contact to see if they need a manager. I wanted to propose myself to them but they were already busy. So unfortunately, you know, because they are the kind of band that really for the narrow door management is something that it's really uh, was to say, no, come on, this guy needs to come out and all this. Then, I mean, someone has, I mean, they, they, they are, I mean, completely independent. They're working on their own and things. They're brilliant. I know doc pretty well. Now I work with him a couple of things and, and uh, they are they're they probably in my opinion one of the best Irish bands at the moment around, and also for the attitude because they properly they don't give a rat's completely. I mm-hmm. mean they they keep doing their own things with their own attitude and their shows, man. Oh
2: God! Oh amazing, I'm... yeah. I think we we could sit here and actually just go on about the scratch for the entire thing, but yeah. I think what I'm actually really want to know is. So it's day it's day three at the moment that you're over there in the Big Brother house, is it? Yeah, day three. Yeah. So the first day when you got there, um, was you flew over on Sunday. This is what day is it? It now? was
1: ferry, ferry on Sunday, so mm. we we came over here by ferry and we 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 kicked in. I mean, we started the the, the work on ten a.m. on Monday. So
2: yeah. Was it mainly um, set up and getting sounds? Uh, or was there much tracking on the first day? Or was it just kind of getting your, getting tones?
1: How many tracks did we do?
2: Three. three. Three tracks on the first day. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, it was, I mean, it was, the setup was up to around 2 p.m. And then after that, up to 7 p.m. in the evening, we were really, Brasco was a rocket, it was unreal. Yeah, <laughs> we were waiting for this moment, you know, like really, come on, come on. I Everything mean, yeah. was like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. it's actually like this. Yeah, it
2: was a, a tremendous sigh
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> with, with the amount of time, how so? You're over there for how many days? Did you say two weeks? Two weeks is oh, is this hell. the same okay. amount of time that was booked initially, thinking that Connell would be over with you. Yes, it was. Is there anything now, because there's that extra time, um, would there be something you'll focus on more of? Or is there anything that you're kind of, you know, thinking, well, we have this extra time, let's put this in? Or is, has that freed you up for more ideas on what you want to do?
1: Look, I, I, we, can, we can actually spoiler this because, I mean, we have so many things and so many collaborations in this album that the big work on this is going to be on putting, you know, uh, all the collaboration in. So we're going to have a bit of time to uh, to work on that with Tom with less rush. Yeah. And uh, at the moment, I mean, and uh, and I say this, and actually, Conal is the first time that they listened to this. Uh, I mean, Tom was extremely happy about the bass part that he recorded. So actually, he, we didn't have to apart from one track so far. we did already four tracks for the bass. so we didn't have to touch anything. It was completely it was completely play, on, yep. the left- on, on the first two tracks of the album. and uh, we had to re- I, I needed to record I mean the, the song number four because we had some problem on intonation and, and tone for one of the tracks that we recorded. so I needed to re-record it there today. So, but generally, we're working on all these kind of details and the cherry on top that on the last day of recording, we're going to have a brass ensemble playing one of our songs.
0: Nice. I was going to ask you about all the collaborations that you keep saying. Like, what's, are, are these people that are over in the UK already or
1: what? No, the things that I mean, because of the, I mean, at the beginning, the plan uh, in the studio, it was actually to involve everybody. Yeah.
2: To bring them, them over
3: with you year, uh, everything became harder. Mm. So even this this part of the collaborations was not easy at all. Mm. And so we had to
1: manage the thing. You know, everything. actually try to collect the tracks. Try to collect. You know, everybody was not recording in the own place. So and it was so weird because the collaboration we actually we, we decided to, to make were mainly bands we were on tour in in during twenty nineteen during the the EP and um, the EP tour was and I mean and, and there's other artists that we are in I mean we respect and we really wanted to involve and uh, but it was tough because I mean the idea to have a studio, to build up a studio, actually in your garden to, it was not only to stay closer to your family, but also to have the chance to, you know, to have recording and a barbecue straight after, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and this is gonna happen, guys. When oh, it, gonna it absolutely
2: go. will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll and, make sure. Like
1: exactly, and uh, a uh, barbecue rock party. Exactly. The problem. I mean, I made already a barbecue out outside the studio one day, forgetting to close the door, and I can tell you it was a smoking oh, room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It was glass I smell <laughs> like an hamburger. For some play, like two weeks, <laughs> <laughs> so, but the thing is that the uh, I mean, we have um, and also related to the collaborations, is uh, it was tough to try to create connection with these artists as well. But we made it, mm. we made it, everything worked out in the end very well. So, and we really can't wait to share that with the world because for now, is being on record- recording day number three, it's I'm still, you know, I still don't believe it, but it's. I want to see probably in the end of next week we're gonna have an overall idea about all these trucks. I I have my hard drive full of trucks from other people, plus corner parts and all the things and everything. I mean, it it was it was a uh, really a tough job, but we made it. So and are gonna be. I mean. The problem of this album is going to be that we want to release something like seven singles on ten songs. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was my yeah. next
0: question, actually. Is there... You have always been wise choosing singles mm-hmm. out of out of your album. You're definitely a singles band, so... Great videos um, too. Exactly. Videos yeah. Couple, so yeah. there's... You said there's obviously seven or something or eight?
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, we'd like to. We'd like, <laughs> yeah, they'd like to, yeah. <laughs> We are really in love with this album. So it, it will be hard to choose the, the singles.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, at the moment, I mean, we, we try to understand with our manager what to do, I mean, what is the best option. So, and, um, but I mean, we, we won't be able even economically to release, you know, seven singles, making mm. seven videos or, no, we are planning, we have some kind of ideas for what is going to happen. For now, I mean, we have the focus is actually to try to make the best record ever. So,
2: yeah. Is there any of them that's kind of standing out to you? I'm sure everyone has a favorite one that in their head would be, you know, the first song you'd show someone or, you know, this this would be initially in your head, the first release. Is there like, has it been one of those things that all of you have like agreed on it? That there is the one. No, of course not. No, <laughs> This is why there needs to be seven of them. So <laughs> now,
1: now we use this tag. We want to know, I mean, we have to say which one is our favorite song. They would not get the titles, so it's fine. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. I love the part that you make up song titles
2: as well that have nothing relevant to the actual finished article. So, yeah, go on. Sometimes it's actually very hard to... Re- Remember what the real song is than what the working <laughs> title is. Yeah, that's a, that we've had for a long time. Like, yeah. So give us a few.
3: yeah. you mean, because it really depends uh, how
2: the recordings
3: we go will go on. Yeah, yeah. Some songs can change. Can have the cherry on top. Uh, so it's difficult to to say now. Yeah, Rascal so is a good poker player. I bet
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> a nice way of us not answering, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, a good yeah.
4: poker
0: player, Alex. You've chosen one.
2: Diverting different questions, like
4: <laughs> minister, on, minister of secrets. Mm. Now, yeah,
1: I mean, now, want to know, Conor, which
4: one is your favorite one? Between two, and see, the problem is, it isn't so much what I think would be best for a single. It's because I can't. There's too many. There's probably five or six in my head that would be like single number one but I'm going off water most fun to play. That's what I thought you would say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Ali, I think you know my answer for the one I enjoy playing the most.
0: Come on, come on,
1: come on. Falling from
0: hey. a Mountain
4: of Joy? Oh, <sighs> falling from a Mountain of Joy.
1: Beautiful.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: This is actually the real title of the song. So, um, That's uh,
0: very cool. You know, we Ving got one
2: exclusive, Christmas. Evan. It was, yeah, I was just waiting for him to come out with some like completely left-wing like death metal... Uh, strangled by my entrails like oh, we all love that one we are
1: still one. Italians we are still Italians we are yeah. passionate
2: people, hung can from my entrails talk- the one in Italia, remember
1: <laughs> uh, I would say can, can we say that, that I mean talking about February's song I mean we are completely with Kongo with and we yeah. that one is is a song that that we can just say that, that doesn't have any collaboration is a proper The Last Binge song
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and and yes guys just keep in mind the title of that song because for us it is the song of the album
2: wow okay. have you a name for the album or is that definitely on um, we'll never I get that work. out of him yeah. Adam, no. so
1: we have to spoil everything now <laughs> you know? so, yeah, do you mind actually name.
2: just playing some of it there as well what we're here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have the name of the album we absolutely have the name of the album it's but not going to be
0: as complicated as the last one no, no. I mean, actually... <laughs> ah, for fuck's sake. Thank
2: God I have a T-shirt of that or I'd actually <laughs> never remember.
0: <laughs> the last EP was called The World, End the Kenny, The Devil, The Vegans and All the Millennials. Bullshit, shit. yeah.
2: yeah. Me. Man, I wouldn't know, I know if I didn't have the T-shirt that like genuinely would have been like play the End, the end of Kenny one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was it was the worst real, the less marketing one ever, you know, yeah. it's actually... <laughs> The best way to don't promote a band, you know?
2: Yeah, have so, a complicated name. Like. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: It's actually funny the fact that we choose that title was absolutely something that we wanted to do because it needed to be something complete outside the box. Maybe a bit too much outside the box. I think it was.
0: <laughs> you kind of drifted into fucking Twilight Zone there and Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that with the Irish metal scene, lads. Not I, I, I
1: know, I'm am sorry. I'm sorry. You know, it's... Now this time is definitely the title is easier and uh, is actually is included in the the concept of this album. So and
0: um, oh, very good.
1: I won't say anything else about it. That's because-
0: fair enough. You, you've given you've given us a fair bit. Yeah, I'll get more out. <laughs> we have time. <laughs> Evan, the last time I saw Alex was at the gig
2: that you were running, the Zool one, the one that you had to ditch your wife for. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so wait. Also, he ditched his wife, ran over, and just saw um Alex Swarm Alex up. setting up. <laughs> he just saw you setting up. That was it, but uh, it was
1: so funny. I mean, at one point, it was at the one with you know, uh, 10,000 hours, right? Minus 10, yeah, hours. yeah, yeah, it was, Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, the people that are listening to the podcast need to know that because Richie literally showed up. On, I mean, under the stage, you say, like, hey, Ale, how are you? I just, I just, I shouldn't be here. I just went. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and Ellen, if you're listening to the podcast, he was running away from <laughs> right, 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 right. me. But yeah. anyway.
2: He, uh, Do you know, fair play for uh, 10 was, minutes of watching the lads set up. That's a yeah. Imagine
0: leaving a romantic date to run in the rain. Instead of fucking another romantic date. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got away with it, which is the crucial
2: part, you know. She never found out until the next podcast came out, and (laughs) (laughs)
1: And you still have a bit of time to try to make it up, you know. Yeah.
2: Oh, she'll save that one for when she needs it, I'd
0: say. (laughs) And um, what about videos? Is that too far in the distance?
2: You know how done your videos as well. I keep, I keep forgetting Matteo videos you've done are great. Mm.
1: Yeah, Matteo Casaleño actually is an amazing director we worked with many times and uh, uh, with Las Vinci, with my previous project, Or The Mess, and he was filming by Curious as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, there are some ideas coming out at the moment. We are working on that. So, and... Uh, on the on the last day of recording the baseline I was talking to Conal about it and poor boy I mean sometimes when when we see each other for so many few times I mean is it's funny because we I completely uh, putting getting drunk about all my words and all my ideas uh,
4: trying to comprehend um, one of the music video ideas I think I got it but it was Shall we say it was a little If abstract? you tried to describe it back, it was never going to come out the same. No, 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 not that at all. Uh, it was a little abstract, but, you know, lots of shapes and colours, but I got it, I think. I'm
2: excited.
4: <laughs> I may not understand
2: it.
1: But
2: Do you, would you be a band now that would see the videos as almost, you know, just as important to uh, the songs themselves? Because I know a lot of bands would just kind of throw up something being like, whatever it's there. Cause I guess you could argue sometimes being like, like how essential is a video compared to just getting it on um, streaming. But would you be someone that kind of band that now would really, really think about what you're doing and what song and what ways, especially, you know, if we're talking about the first um, release, kind of like, could you really are painting a, a picture with a, almost a theme for an album then would that be kind of the, would that, would that be something you'd have strong opinions on or, I certainly would anyway.
4: Like, I suppose true. My time playing music, I haven't gotten to make many music videos usually because of being broke. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I do personally anyway. I do really value them. And then working with the lads, you know, the two videos we did from the last EP and stuff. Um, I I really did like you know carrying that message into the video. And I suppose now with the album, I suppose we're even more certainly with my conversations with the lads and stuff, we're even more conscious of the fact that we do want to try, you know, tie things in together, not just with the song, but, you know, with the album as well. Um, Because the album is shaping up to be kind of more of a cohesive um, project. Um, Rather than just a bunch of songs that were written in a period of time. Well, not to say the last EP was like, I don't know, maybe Ali and Brasco feel a little differently, but I certainly do feel attached to music videos and stuff. You know, growing up, I did um my, it's just another opportunity to expand upon whatever you're trying to tell or talk about or mm. explain yeah yeah um so while i'm certainly excited to try you know really tie things in together as best we can
0: like if you had a pick of any director in the world no budget who would you pick them
2: for the first video chris cunningham isn't that the guy that does apex twin yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I would I would agree with you on that. Anything that
0: world. Yeah, would you suit the Vinci the last Vinci style?
1: I mean, it would be what cl- what we like about videos, I mean, is actually that it's a different kind of art. Mm. So, and and I would absolutely be into where we like a person like Chris Cunningham. I mean, even if it's completely different type of videos that usually he does. I mean, I, I think that it's a great opportunity to, you know, to mix with other artists. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, I, I mean, adding to what O'Connell was saying, yes, I mean, doing the video is so much fun. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. I mean, we had so much fun, I mean, filming Narodor video, and uh, we had so much fun filming about Nemesis video, and actually talking about Nemesis-
0: Yeah, class. I,
1: I mean, Meg Ryan, that actually was the main character of our video is actually competing for Ireland in the European Championship, and she's gonna be in the Olympics. Wow, that's fantastic there. news! We're lucky enough to have had her in the video, mm. and this is the other thing, you know. I mean, the video of Nemesis went out because I got completely shocked by the performances of these of these athletes. So, and uh, it actually, you were, we had the chance, you know, to meet another kind of art. This is sport. Mm. so and it's it's crazy because when i we proposed that to the main director of the gym to say do you think it actually can be something that we can do in the gym with with the, the athletes and she was completely shocked about the fact that we were thinking about something like this okay
2: yeah yeah and
1: this is a bit of the challenge of making videos and because i mean guys to be honest how many people did videos? I mean, everybody's doing videos and everybody is, is a promotion, a promotional content. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, there are different ways to do it. Okay. Apart from the budget, apart from, you know, all the things that, you know, even a strong idea with, I mean, even not super big tools. I mean, you can, if the, the idea is strong, it's like for a song. If this, I mean, if you have a good idea, it can work. And, it, but the, the fact that it's working for us is the most important thing. So mm. then, if the people they're gonna like it every day, otherwise, we don't give a rats. But in a way, it's it's fine. We, but you but can we...
0: also broaden your fan base as well by making a really good video.
2: Yeah, very very true. Yeah, I think as well um, with bands making videos. I'm, I think you know when it's your own song, it's it's quite easy to get so in depth about what exactly it means and what you're trying to portray in such tiny details, which, you know, is amazing and great. But I think what I've started realizing after so long and and watching other people's videos, you know, if you've heard a song in your head so many times, you'll probably make up your own one. But at the end of the day, if you're confident enough about what you're putting out with a video and a song, that's just what it is. You know, it's not like someone's going to go, yeah no I don't think that video suits the song it's very just like this is that piece and you will then start associati- associating the video with the song and the song with the video
0: mm.
2: like which was right, which was nemesis really yeah very much like i you know if if you if i listen to the song and just imagine you with like you know the scene with the mm. just going across i'd be like but when I saw, you know, when you see it all together, being like, okay, that's a cohesive piece, and that's that. You know, it's there's no need to. I think people can get lost too much in the um, the tiny nuances. I think you could uh, like don't sweat the small stuff, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's true, and uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, this is is this something that we really hope we're gonna we're gonna be able to make for the for this album? But we will do it. So it's. This is something that we really can't wait to share that. I mean, at the moment we're in a kind of collecting ideas and talking, mm. talking, talking, talking. Too much talking.
0: Lads, <laughs> do you think about the audience reaction when you're writing music?
1: Oh, God. I honestly, no. i I, I,
0: mean, I make it easier, we will say, for live music, playing live.
1: Oh, OK. So this is a different kind of story. Yeah,
0: OK, we'll try that uh, one.
1: I mean, some songs, yes. I mean, we have a couple of songs in the album that, I mean, we had the, we were lucky enough to play the last gig. It was September last year, right, Connell?
4: Yeah, September. We, yeah,
1: we, we played in Dublin and dropped it twice um, for, I mean, the day after, I mean, Dublin went in, in full lockdown when they were to kind of county lockdown. And uh, we played, Played a couple of songs without being advised that we were actually had to play more, okay. and, and it was very funny because the guy was organizing the gig and say, "Oh guys, come on, one band pull out. Do you have other songs? Is okay, it <laughs> okay?" And it actually, he didn't say anything to us before joining the stage again because it was two rounds um, going back in the stage on the stage and. Um, and we actually we were playing only the the new songs that we didn't that we weren't planning to play. Mm. So we had a couple of songs we tried, and it was so much fun to see people because nobody could actually stand; everybody needed to stay on. Uh, you know, was this down. the
2: gig with Griff? Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was like, wasn't that? a band did play one song and like everyone was set up in a room in a circle. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, Explain it, I'm
0: lost.
4: So there was like, yeah, can you explain? There was like two stages. um, Mm -hmm. And the whole gig, there was a few people in attendance. There was a few ticketed uh, things, everything seated, but it was also being live streamed was kind of the main (laughs) point of it. Mm -hmm. And um, a band would play a couple of songs and then it would switch to the other stage um, and a, somebody else would play a couple of songs and okay. you kind of had two um, two mini sets. Right. And people kind of rotated then on the
2: stage they were on and stuff like that. It was very much like um, a, almost More a... Vol- a vol- 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I think a lot of people have kind of thought about doing something like that. But uh, I think that worked perfectly for um, for a live stream and having Griff um, curate that as well, like what a man. Yeah, the man has enough charisma. Yeah. <laughs> didn't shy away from hosting. I think most people would have just logged on just to listen to Griff, to be honest. Like, Is that <laughs> out there for people to view? Yeah. I don't know if it is up at I the moment. It was up for a while afterwards. Uh, yeah. I'm
4: not sure if Ali or Bresta. But... I
1: don't know. It should be on the Drop The Twice Facebook page if yeah. they're still there.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I...
1: the positive thing was that when we were playing these new songs to see all the people sit down there come seriously jumping on this on the on the on the chair like enjoying the song. It was the first time we had the perception that what we were working on was actually valuable. And it yeah. was so much I mean for me it was a great low really and 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 it was class. Yeah. And it was completely unexpected. This is the other thing. <laughs> because we we weren't ready to play that song. I say, like, you know what did that? Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. So uh, yes, and I mean we we cannot wait. We are thinking about the audience many times, and uh, and uh, but at the moment it looks so much a remote you know, kind of situation. The idea of coming back live yeah. to have proper gigs we will. I don't know at which stage, but we will. But mm. for now, I mean this is the other thing that happened uh, to us and uh, was to change completely the perspective. Of doing music, so we were just questioning ourselves: while we're doing music. I mean, we're missing the live thing. That actually, we're missing meeting people. We're missing playing for someone. We're missing having this kind of chance, you know. And and the fact that really we completely notice that even without the live music, we definitely need to have that opportunity. That is, at the moment, we are lucky enough that we have a space where we can actually keep playing music, do record music. And uh, but it's it's been tricky, but it's needed. We need to keep doing music. And then one day when we're gonna come back, man, guys, we're gonna be on tour for three years in a row. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even now, in retrospect, I'm gonna ask you all individually because, as I said, it's a rare a rarity to have the three be together. What was your favorite shows? I think it was maybe 2019, was it? Yeah.
4: Connell, we'll start with you. We'll put you on the spot. Um, there was lots of really good ones. Like we were lucky in fairness, we were lucky enough that we got chances to play lots. Well, not only lots of great venues, but with lots of great bands. Because yeah. you know, the venue can be as good as you want. But you know, what, um, what was helped. your standout show the one that that I'm not even sure if maybe it was even what we played the best at or anything like that, mm. but the EP launch we did set in September, October 2019 the exact date escapes me yeah. that one was personally i really enjoyed that one um that was in you know, cork yeah or where That yeah, was, was it? in cork yeah. in the poor relation, oh, poor relation yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I'm
4: remembering correctly okay um and it was just it was a good atmosphere we were really going for it um doing there were some friends there that hadn't seen you know hadn't that i hadn't kind of um that hadn't been to gigs of mine or, you know, come see me play in a while. And it was nice, you know, like really appreciate their support and stuff. And it was just a nice atmosphere. Mm. Um, So that one really kind of stuck with me, I suppose. Yep, that was the last one I played with the band for a little bit after that, because um, of college and yeah other life things. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Brasco.
3: Yeah, I think the gig in Belfast was really nice. Because uh, it was a small venue with few people, but everyone uh, was having fun. And yeah,
1: I think it's my favorite one.
0: Okay. Yeah. And was that the same tour?
1: Yeah, same tour. Okay, excellent. Actually, it was a thing that it was actually it's the same month as well. Wow. Or it was June when we played, because we played with Bycurious there, right?
4: Yeah, we yeah. played with Bycurious. So, yeah, uh, we you,
1: were like, so you were on fire, like, really. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't no, it was June. It was June 2019. Yeah, it was that summer. Was yeah. That summer, two and, years uh, ago. Fuck me. And it was, it's true, my God. It looks really oh. so far away. Yeah, but it was, I mean, that gig, my God, yeah was amazing. We had also the singer from Thursday and Rory from and so watching from afar in the audience.
2: So, singer from Thursday. Jesus, there's a band I haven't heard of. Well, fucking hell, how did that even come about?
1: <laughs> it's weird, really, man. I mean, it was it was it was a very, very nice atmosphere and yeah. and also, I mean, if I can add about my gig, I mean these two are definitely my favorite one too and the p lunch I'm so just so annoyed because it's the only gig I actually forgot to bring the cameras, and it was probably <laughs> the best one when I can understand Connell was on fire, and I remember just we ended the show himself, you know standing on the kick drum and uh and really, it was so good and uh I mean, it's it's clear that it, there's something magic happening when we're playing live, we mm. treat. And it's crazy because, I mean, this is something that, I mean, we started to play together. Like, it was the most natural thing ever. We didn't, I and mean, the thing was that we didn't, you know, meet each other and say, you know, okay, guys, we're going to make a band. We're going to conquer the war. No, I mean, they say, guys, no. We, we, we just, we, uh, Conor, do you want to play with us? We have a bunch of songs, I mean, and Brasco would just move from Italy and we were playing scenes when we were a kid together and say, okay, and I was just coming out from Order of the Mass and we, I had the stuff to record. Okay, let's go on stage, you got it, done. And it was the, I mean, and we started to play and say, it's working. This stuff is working so it's brilliant <laughs> and it's the most natural thing. And I mean, we're I, super- think,
0: I think you can see that on stage, Evan. Yeah, it's just very a much natural, so, yeah. relaxed chemistry between the trivi. Um, it's brilliant to see. And Alex, did you say what's your favorite gig, man? You, you were in Italy as well. Are, are you not sentimental? I can tell you my second one. Oh, god,
1: no, wait, wait. I have yeah, it, probably is the same one, JT Store in Nottingham. He okay. was that one. Unfortunately, we were in Cornwall. Cornwall couldn't come over to the UK tour. But that gig, oh god, it was unreal. That place. Yeah, another
3: gig with uh, twenty people, more or less. It was f- forty people, to be honest,
2: <laughs> <laughs> including our yeah, staff and bouncers. He <laughs> was just hammered and seeing double. Like... It's,
1: a, it's a venue for sixty people. So anyway, it looks like packed, like not Mars. So it was, it wasn't, it was incredible. So yeah. And, but again, the people that were there were so involved.
0: Yeah. And, oh, and imagine when we, it returns, you'll get fucking involvement, all right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. And I think as well, I think John said it on the Siege cast, um, I think there will be like, you know, the initial stage, maybe for a few months, that you'll have shows on a Wednesday that are packed. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... I, you know, John said it himself, and I have to agree with him, that, you know, once things fully normalised, you might not get that as much, but, um, you know, it'd be one of those things that if, uh, you know, if someone's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to go down to it, you just remind them there was a time that we couldn't do anything, and it's <laughs> nice. almost that's the perfect guilt trip, being like, mm. you know, there was a stage there where you didn't get a gig for a year and a half, nearly two years, and they were like, all right, I'll go, so...
0: Yeah, I'm going to be saying all that to my wife and uh, she's just going to be going, no.
2: <laughs> I'd say what Helen, be the, she'd be there with you, to be honest. Like, Unless I like, can go, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, she's right too. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Reuben and nearly be going to them as well by the time we're ah, back. <laughs> stop, man,
0: fuck's sake. <laughs> Recording should be finished. When did you say? You're over for two weeks, Alex, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, we should be over. Hopefully, on May first, we're gonna return back home.
0: Okay, cool.
1: So the last recording day technically should be on April 30, So, and it's a Friday, and uh, when uh, we actually we're gonna record the brass ensemble is the last things we're gonna do.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, if we won't have any other problems that we need to stay another day, I mean, we are still. I mean, we have the kind of option. To come back instead of the Saturday, we come back on the Sunday. Mm. So, in case we need to do something else. But at the moment, I mean, I don't want to say it too loud because I went through mistakes in the in the past. say, like, oh yeah, we're going great. Then <laughs> something happening, you know. <laughs> so, so far, so good. So, I mean, finger crossed that things are going well, and and that's it.
0: And what time period are we looking at for a release?
1: Oh, I mean, we are hoping to release the first single in, in October. So oh, it's
0: okay, okay. It's so not too it's far off okay. from getting it. So yeah,
1: there are still many things to work on at the moment. So and yeah, but I mean because of all the things we're living and uh, for sure, I mean live gigs are gonna wait for a long time now. And uh, but we have other stuff in place we want to bring on and and do some stuff that is actually are available despite we won't have the chance to meet people personally. So but yes, I mean. We really came to 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 release for the autumn something, and uh, because yeah, man, we have so many things to release. And I mean, as it, you, you know, I mean, I I will have to say to Louisa, to my wife, to so, oh, dear, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm. You know, great. <laughs>
2: It was nice knowing you, but goodbye. Exactly.
1: Uh, I think you Ed, for my husband replacement job so. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk
0: about influences there uh, for a minute. Was there any influences that he kind of picked up coming into the recording of this album, particularly any style of music or artists that you all have been listening to that, that you wouldn't normally would be? And it, it kind of... Brought an element into r- recording of the new album?
1: You want to start? <laughs> I can start. Yeah, so far, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or, uh, for me, Black Peaks, for sure, were, I mean, for the vocals and uh, the riffs of the guitars, uh, they are absolutely one of my main influence for this new release. And of course, and I'm not saying this. For the reason that you know, but by Curious, big time guys I mean Curious, musically speaking, by Curious has been really the most inspired band that I ever had the chance to 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 play with, and I'm lucky enough to work with them and but yeah music really there still my fucking favorite band, and uh, the, the 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 way of ty of playing guitar is his way of making you know uh, riffs and kind of Artistic way to build up a song, and yeah there's there's a lot of influence on that,
0: okay, yeah. cool for me too <laughs> <laughs> you, you just happen to be wearing their t shirt yeah
1: yeah, it's the same story,
3: but there's nothing to do but curious. The, the, by curious since I met the bycurious, I was shocked, yeah, and yeah, and also I really like the you know, the, um, the style of Gavin is really, uh, you know, it seems simple sometimes, but it's not. Mm. But, you know, he, he's able to do not too much.
0: They say the devil has the best
2: yeah,
3: tricks. So, <laughs> and, you know, there are really good things, but not too much, because sometimes when a, a drummer is really good,
2: Showing off, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I think at a, I think what Gavin definitely I, I've noticed that in his playing that he he really is that that backbeat, and it's like he really decides what way your neck moves. Do you know what I mean? Like his Taran's um riffs can be they could be busy in so many different ways, but it like everything seems to filter back in and tie into what Gavin um seems to do after mm. seeing them live. I thought that was very uh prevalent in, in their um, writing, you know, there's always that solid base that you can lock onto, mm. especially for a two-piece you know, it's like, you have two separate things that end up being a, a amalgamation of each other
0: yeah. yeah definitely through hard work and rehearsal as well. mm.
4: Conan? Um, I feel I shouldn't say by juries um, <laughs> No, don't <laughs> um, Weirdly I as of late, like, leading up to recording, um, because my music listening just takes sharp left turns when it feels like it, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, Stuff that not necessarily super similar at any point or anything, but more, I suppose, just feeling inspired musically more generally, which I find, certainly for me, I find that almost more important than trying to stick to any single style of, you know, a certain bass guitar player or whatever but you know i've recently been listening to a lot of elliot smith um yeah. that new black movie, new road album um as well quite enjoyed uh, black peaks as well always
2: oh yeah yeah tone city from absolutely every instrument is perfection like <laughs>
4: ridiculous um
2: yeah.
4: and then you know when it's coming to, I suppose bass, and not even that I even play similar to these people, oh. but people I suppose that make me feel inspired are like the band Carnival, oh, John Stockman, yeah, Dachlan, yeah. Hmm. and bands like Tosca, Dave Hollingworth, mm. yeah, um, may not sound anything like them, but I play, yeah, 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 but um, they're still but there as an influence, and always like Mikey Shoes from Queens of Stone Age as well. You know, if I'm thinking more bass centric, yeah, that's pretty cool
0: okay and the cover art and stuff is still a good bit away maybe um have you got as far as even looking at t-shirts and designs I know
1: I mean we're already starting to talk about that and uh, there are some there are gonna be some ideas related yeah. to the, the meaning of the songs mm-hmm. and uh, and what I mean because it's a kind of a concept this album I mean there's we have a kind of each song is linked to each other for what is written in the lyrics and uh, musically they, they are very, very different between each other. So, and we have, I mean, of course there's the, the, the rock style is still there and for all the songs, but yeah, we have completely different influence depending on the song, but the lyrics are linking the things together and we really would like to make some merch like this and, and related to artwork. Uh, we, we, are, we don't know yet, Hmm. But I mean, we—the um, idea is still not to do something on our own only. Mm-hmm. So, is uh, again, is another challenge. It's like the for, like for the fun, for the fundraiser campaign. Yeah. It's like for all the artists involved in the in the writing of the of the songs, and um, and of course, it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, uh, we want to try to make the same kind of. Um, Work on the artwork as well. The problem that you know, in this moment with the fact that we can't link out together is, is, is not easy, yeah. but mm. it's, this is the challenge of this. So, and
0: yeah, and it's always thing, um, sorry, go on. Yeah, another no, no, I no, I was to, just gonna say, I, I would always like if I was in a band, I'd always enjoy that whole side of it as well. Looking forward to what's going to be on the t shirts and the artwork and how to be creative with it, you know,
2: yeah, the whole era like of. Do you know, with any release or any anything like that, it's really like a a stamp in the band's um timeline, you know, it's a huge mm. one.
4: It is,
1: it is. And and talking about, you know, the story of the lyrics, and I wanted to say that I mean, one artist that I want to already share with you that worked with me on the lyrics, apart from Glasgow, because we wrote most of the lyrics together, and uh, it was it was Joseph Pamchum from uh, Barnard Mayer who actually was, I mean, he worked with me to make these lyrics and sounds great. And, uh, and again, it was so great to work with him because I share my ideas with him. I mean, we had some zoom calls talking about, you know, all the meanings and try to, how to make it sounds in the right way. And, and it was great. We went out from that sessions, I mean, completely improved as people and mm-hmm. we became friends and actually it's very nice and that's it I, I don't know why I wanted to say this
0: but you know. it's good man it's important to, to give these people shout outs especially on this absolutely, show absolutely anyway. yeah, yeah you know? absolutely and like looking back on the last EP Alex did you learn anything new in relation to how you're going to market yeah. this one
1: you, if you learn anything new man, how to play music no, I mean I'm <laughs> still <laughs> learning man no I mean in terms yeah for sure I mean there's Compared with the last EP, the last EP was clearly something that uh, it needed to come out because it was. I mean, I worked on this many years ago, and I never had the chance to release it. And uh, I wanted to take this out go, in order to go through the other chapters of the of the Last Vinci. And uh, for sure, it's going to be a completely different way because many things that happened in in the last in the last years. And um, and yeah, I mean, we have, I mean, we also, the team is not only we three, we have, you know, know at the moment, we have a manager since, since a couple of months, and uh, we're working, the team is extending. And something Are you going very... to
0: give a shout out to the new manager?
1: Not, oh, God. Not, I mean... not that we'd know Evan, would we? <laughs> <laughs> <Any> Chinese...
2: <laughs> no, uh, not at all. I, like uh,
1: uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's actually, you know, probably, probably, you know her is. I mean, we can officially say that Re- uh, Rebecca Cappuccini is actually our manager since.
0: Hey, uh, well- welcome to the gang, Rebecca Cappuccini.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, uh, and yes, I mean, but something very nice is going to happen probably in the summer, and uh, is related, of course, about Narodor. Okay. And uh, we're working on it <laughs> since a while, and. Um, yeah, I let's let's say for now that there's a, a, a big team that is started to work on different projects against I mean about music and try to try to open the door that narrow door to other bands involved. Well. So and it's
0: great to hear oh, man. Mm.
1: Yeah, and uh, we really hope. And of course, I mean we're talking about a label. So we try to open a label ourselves. So and and uh, this is actually something that is still we still have a bit to, a bit of work to be done, but I mean, we have a couple of releases, including ours, that is going to be involved in this kind of uh, new opening. So,
2: it's great to see like a label in Cork. You know, like when whenever that kind of you know, especially with the people involved in it, I think it'll be supported a lot. Yes, you know, absolutely. I think there's, um, especially during the pandemic, there's been a lot of uh, support for Irish labels, which is great. You know, and I think the more of them we have, the better. Mm, absolutely, yeah.
0: Okay, so that's it. I'm going to wind up. Um, thanks again to joining us over in Liverpool, Alex and Brasco. Connell, thank you for coming on as well, man. Fair play to you. Uh, what you reckon, Ev? I can't wait for it anyway. Their new release. I'm actually, I'm
2: fucking buzzing now, yeah. yeah. man. October, but how bad, man?
1: <laughs> We've waited
2: this long. We yeah, can wait, a, we little can wait a little bit longer. <laughs> it's <yeah>. fine. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much, guys, for having us. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, and well done for the for the podcast, man. I mean, and thanks for having us even if we're not so metal. But yeah, you're like, fucking I'm metal,
2: man. <laughs> metal <I'm> a <gonna try. laughs> frame of mind.
0: <laughs> I risk the divorce for you, Alex, man. <laughs> <laughs> So you've been listening to The Last Vinci. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks again, Evan. Brilliant co-host as usual. Please hit subscribe if you like the show. And uh, as I said, we will hopefully see The Last Vinci playing a few local gigs before 2021 is over. Thanks, lads. Bye-bye. Cool.